Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey. Or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Bella, my man. How are we doing, buddy? Good, bud. I gotta be honest, your, your hair is looking fucking really? on point today. There's really? one swear word. Did you do anything different to it, or just is that is that yeah. a good length? Yeah, it, listen, it's all about good length. I know, no, this not is... just with your hair either. Do you want me to give my secret right now? I mean, give our listeners a secret. Bumble I mean, my bumble. hair will never look like that. Bumble and bumble salt spray. Yeah, I used to before the didn't blow make dry. my hair look like that before the blow dry. And then it's funny, but I go back to this. It's a paste that I used to use when I played in junior. Jared Allen used to first have this hair gel. I remember it vividly, the smell. Where it's, can you it, still find that stuff? Well, fucking Amazon, but it's on another swear. Shit, penny jar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I said shit, too. Um, I then, think you could no, say shit. So, so, so it's a black, it's a it's black like tube, black tube, baby blue uh, top. Wow. And it's called like DeFi or something. And it smells good. Like, if you smell my hair right now, you're like, that smells good. I'm okay. Listen, I love you, bro. I'm not going to smell your I hair. I don't have to smell right? my hair. We're going to draw the line and smell your hair. You asked me what, what. Yeah, I know it I, looks good. Should I tell you? Yeah, or no, should it looks, I not? I, okay. I just said I'm not going to smell your hair. I mean, it looks good. So that's. that's I'm assuming it's. If it, if it I'm looks assuming like it, it looks good if you come to me. If it smells the way it looks, I got, it's got to smell fantastic because it, it, it looks great. Great. Yeah, it smells great. smells better than it looks. Wow. That's a statement. Yeah. Well, I don't know how good it looks. And you just got out of the pool, which typically, as as an avid swimmer, yeah, uh, and our buddy Cody Libel can contest to this. The chlorine and like that's why they chlorine. wear those, those swimming caps, right? But I is that why I, I thought it was friction. Is it friction? I don't know. Maybe it's to keep the health of the hair. I, I thought it you. was for the health of the hair, but maybe that probably doesn't help because it still gets. But I I draw the line at swim cap. Yeah, like you'll see some guys get in the pool and they look like remember the remember the show uh, Big Daddy Scuba Steve. They get in Are with, you for scuba? Yeah, yeah. They get in with the hat and the snorkel and the, I'm like that's too much. Like, I got to draw a line there. Is Scuba Steve and Big Daddy? Isn't he in a different one? Big Daddy. Big, oh, Daddy. Big Daddy. Where he tries what to thump movie. where he tries to thump the guy's wife the whole time. Scuba Steve. Uh are you for scuba? No, no that, that, that that's is, that's uh, my girlfriend that, or that's that like, is uh along came Pauly. First dates? No, along came Pauly. Ruben, are you for scuba? Ruben. What you do? My name is Ruben, not Ruben. Not Ruben, my name is Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's just a horny uh 
Just that is know, uh yeah, that is the French coach. the French upshaw. He's just out there. <laughs> he's just out there with a boat and a, and and a boner. He doesn't, even, he, doesn't, he doesn't even have his uh, he doesn't even have his scuba license. Eh? He just goes around to the fu- five stars hotels and honeymooners and says, "Hey, jump in for a scuba here, baby." Throws anchor. <laughs> That's, that's funny. good stuff. Hey, speaking of swearing, um, have you ever seen the movie Private Parts with Howard Stern? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, 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 when they do the the skit of of swear words on there, yeah, it's like I don't want to say because Max have to edit out, but it, it's a great skit of where Howard Stern is trying to break through the world of listen, saying the f word or whatever. It's not that big of a deal. No, talk balls, be. whatever. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. Um, we are getting some some longtime loyal Missing Curfew fans are are not thrilled. With cutting back of the swear words, really. So now, now it's a fine line of like, you know, we don't want to put Double too much on Max, or, yeah, but we don't want to lose the authenticity I, of no, missing curfew. We can keep it real, yeah. Just say fuck every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just, just, just as long as they know exactly where we say it. Yeah, huh? yeah. We're not just gonna throw it out there for no reason. We're just gonna use it where appropriately. Yeah. I mean, we're up to ten already, and it's been three and a half minutes. Yeah, no, I know. We'll keep it. No, no we'll keep it sharp. Now. It's better for us to the, to the fellas out there that are. I hear what you're saying, boys, but I think. Like anything for our growth, yeah, right. Like we we were always gonna swear, right? We're never not gonna swear unless we get Pat McAfee's deal. But like, we gotta tighten it up a bit, right? Even like, I think, so. I think a little bit's not bad, boys. So adapt or die. The fellas out there that I, I hear what you're saying, but we're we're gonna just try to, you know, adapt we're trying to tighten die, up our right? yeah. yeah, okay. We're always never gonna swear. That, we're always gonna swear. Term adapt, adapt or die, buddy. Yeah, all adapt right. or die. Uh, speaking of swear words. We got the franchise Shane Taylor back there for a second stint here at Hall Pass Media. Franchise, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear, fellas. Oh, uh, he's here. He we're is. working on the ones and twos in here with Maxie. They got me rolling here. No, uh, no free rides here at Mr. Curfew. That's for sure. Oh no, no, no. Pick up a shovel and start digging here, buddy. We, do you we got, uh, a, small... you got a lip boomer in there. Do you got a, you got a lip boomer back there? Uh, I got every, we got everything back. I'll there tell you what. Don't worry. He's, he's baked back there. That's yeah. for sure. That is for sure. Tell the story on uh, the sofa. Let's get into the weekend. Yeah, How was yeah, your weekend, so, bud? Franchise. No, you got franchise. I got the franchise. Shane Taylor. Uh, you know, this is now a yearly. Uh, yearly trip for him. He comes out right around Thanksgiving and we play some golf. We're going to play today. We're going to play the next three days if the weather holds for us. Um, and, you know, he works at the mill. He's a, he's a superintendent, so this is his off season. So uh, he comes out here and uh, right to the weed store right away, right? Yep. Get him get him all dialed in there. I said, if you think you got enough, grab an extra one there, buddy. I, can, <laughs> I see the pace of play you're at here. But, uh, yeah, so we went up to SoFi and I, 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 I got these weed gummies. I'm, I'm starting to... You know, I like the weed gummies now. I got these two milligram. They're called social. They're yeah. awesome. I, I feel like great on them when I go out, right? Don't drink as much. Well, that's a lie, but I, I, I just feel good on them, right? So I say franchise. I bought these other 10 milli, milligram ones, buddy. Maybe we haven't had breakfast. We haven't had anything. Sunday morning, two right down the hatch before. Before <laughs> even for coffee. Doesn't drink coffee, but yeah, two okay. right down the hatch, eh, franchise? Well, I know why. You're doing 10 milligrams. You don't need coffee. <laughs> we had a couple of jube jubes and a glass of water. You're <laughs> good to go. Jubes. That's how it is, boys. <laughs> Couple wine gums. <laughs> so um, at the Bay Club, um, there there is technically a no smoking rule, right? Like I've talked to you about, you know, not yeah, being no able to smoke cigars, cigars no cigarettes, and you like to think probably, you know, in the in the good state of California here, the one good thing we got is is weed's legal. So technically, you can. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll come back after you know swim or going out, and I come in and, and it just reeks like pot from the big franchise. Smoking the pipe out on the patio. I mean, it just made me realize, like, remember smoking weed on the road and you have to put the towel underneath and, and, and like... Go in the bathroom. Why does it stink so much? Smoke it up much? into the, yeah. you know, into the vent. Put the shower on. 
Yeah, man, that brings me back to when I was a Jamaican kid. hotbox boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but hey, remember how paranoid you get to? Just the thought, like, is it worth getting that stoned to be that paranoid that you're going to get caught? Listen, like when you think about it, it's great. It's a great uh, question. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Especially my third year in the in the jungle in Portland, all we did was take the bus. Yeah. So you know, you play in Milwaukee, you fly to a lot of places, right? Yeah. Portland, yeah. you just ride the lung. The one good thing about the Iron Lung, you can bring a little, you know, you can bring yeah. some weed on the trip with you. So P.A. Pronto, most paranoid guy ever. We, we would stay in these shitty hotels and he'd be like, oh, I can hear someone come. I'm like, you don't, just relax. All right, just watch the movie. There's nobody coming. But I, some guys did get a little paranoid. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't too concerned about it at that yeah. time. I remember one time we were in the minors. We might have played Cincy. So Milwaukee to Cincy. Yeah. Six before, that, before that trip, uh, you know, I was a guy that lived next to me, Steve Daly, used to bring over bottles of wine and I have nice cigars and we, we anyway, cook steaks, good guy. Um, so one night we made like this weed butter, okay, but we made brownies with it or cookies or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, what you don't know is like how potent potables these are going to oh, be because you, you just don't know there. the, you know, how much is melting in there or whatever. And for anyone who's ever cooked themselves, you know, a lot of butter's, butter's good. Well, when you do a lot of weed butter, <laughs> Really, really good, I guess. So I take, after we play you guys, we cross the parking lot. There's a gas station by the rink, I think. Yeah, right in the hood. We pulled over right in the hood, pulled over, go in, get a bunch of ice cream, right? And then I come on and I undo the Tupperware <laughs> bottle, the, the Tupperware container to give everyone like a little slice, whoever wanted one, and with a scoop of ice cream, like nice dessert, finish the road and start the six hour drive back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I opened up this oh. it just stunk the whole bus <laughs> i'm like oh god what's up <laughs> i'm like oh man so, so now we're like paranoid or whatever i'm like well now the cat's out of the bag yeah, literally, it's, out literally of the bag. it's out of the bag it's literally out of the bag but I like does a coach look back or yeah does... i think so it yeah. was uh you know at the time i wouldn't even mention names beyond yeah, that but it was like you know well, what can you do just have a That's... couple bites and it's normal now it's better than doing pain pills or, or getting drunk on the bus getting, really getting banged up and yeah. you get it you know but i remember you know just <laughs> sizzling myself on this god coach is like susie smalls he's like that's up shot for sure <laughs> yeah. that's oh, shot shoot for sure. <laughs> shoot well, at least you're trying to be a good guy give them out to the boys eh? yeah I, like I made nice... that bus trip too many times in two years it's long six hours six after hours. game hours i mean come on I would have had some of your weed butter, buddy. Yeah. I would have said, put that right on my slice of pizza. Well, no, I, I actually said. made the brownies. But why I, ice cream? I, I made the brownies. So I oh. had the brownies and you had to have the ice cream. Oh, you had the brownies. So I, so I, I you gotcha. know, I bought these little squares, these brownie squares, and I was handing out the brownies yeah. with, the, with the ice cream. You're like, heads up for that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, gonna, not, that's, that's, that's not just your typical brownie your mom used to make for you there, but that one there, I'll get you thinking about the fire yeah, thing. nice touch. Uh, it's good to have the franchise here. Uh, chime in whenever you want. Well, what'd you think of the greens at Big Canyon the other day? A little quicker than the mill back home or what? Yeah, they're a little quick there, uh, especially after I uh, got enhanced on number eight there. I couldn't quite get off the tee for holes uh, 10, 11, and 12, yeah. but the greens, they bit me. They sure did. He's the only guy, like, he, right on number eight tee or num number nine tee sparks up this dubia and, like, Right in front of the clubhouse, he's driving the cart up there and just puffing it. There's people having their lunch out on the patio. I'm like, fella, just just wait till we get on the back nine before you smoke the whole doobie in front of the clubhouse. Right? Like, you know, he puts it out there, puts it out of the cart. Right, puts it out of the cart, throws it back in there. Like, I'm like, look at this guy. Like, just can't take the can't oh, take the can't take him anywhere. Can't, can't take him anywhere. But franchise love having you here, buddy. Updog NFL football. 
How'd you make out in fantasy, my man? I took down our boy Shaddy. It was the toilet bowl. Yeah, it was the but toilet bowl. I'm still in it now. I told you. I told you. I told you. Oh, no, I you said were, like Max. Max, what? he said he was done last week. Well, I had week, a 33% chance of making it last week. Okay. Now I got to win. And I guess I can tell you right now what my chances are to make. How do you find all this stuff? Out I got an app. I, I pay pay subscription. To find out if you're going to make fantasy league Just football? Just it breaks down our fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to cut costs, I'd say maybe get rid of that app. Totally you know, here. That's not a cost you don't need. League analyzer. Projected standings. As long as that app's not setting your lineup for you, it's not worth it. Yeah. No. What? Setting my lineup? No, no. You I'm need the master. To set your I'm the mastermind behind that. When you remember. Yeah. When he knows who's on his team. Okay. So no. But anyway. So you know, F Machine Hut Hut took on um, Cuppa Cuppa Tootskies and Cuppa Tootskies, uh, and we uh, took him down Chinatown. Yeah. I uh, I took down uh, the Bumper Chumpers. It was a it was a battle between. Uh, our backups. Ooh. I picked up Kyler Murray, and Kyler brought it for me. Um, listen, however this plays out, you know I'm probably not going to win this thing. But I beat Flowers both times I played him. I beat him week one, and I beat him that week in, in the battle of our backups. So I guess what I'm saying, Uppy, is at least I got that on Larry Batman, right? You know, I can I can just at least say I beat him even two though times he had six him. guys on bye week. Didn't matter. I had two. I had three guys on bye week. I got a 44 percent chance of making it now. Projected yeah. to go six and eight. That's going to get you in. Nope. Six and eight. No, that's why if, oh, if I'm projected to go six and eight, it's only a forty-four per chance. But if I can go seven and if I can go seven and seven, you're in. Then I'm 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 right there, tied for six, and it's going to a playoff. Oh, a play in, as they say. Um, which are your post Mahomes? Yeah. Okay, right now you're supposed to go eight and six. You got an eighty-seven percent chance of making the playoffs. For is it the first time now in the history uh, of the yeah, Players League? Think, yeah, this is our third year playing it. Yeah, yeah I missed the playoffs the first two years. Yeah. Flowers already secured a playoff spot. Um, listen, I haven't even made a trade. Well, I made one trade with you, and we all know how that happened here with the Missing Curfew family. It was it shook the airwaves of, of Missing Curfew and the, the whole league. But I haven't made a trade. I think my other years, and it was probably my fault and Cody's fault, I made so many trades early on that I didn't let my team develop. Mm. Um, you know, I was just gun- I was just horny to make a trade, Max. Just like, I'm trading anyone. Uh, I like my team. I like my team. Debo back. Um, got Pittman on a bye this week, but I, I like my team. I, know, I need Patty Mahomes to get going for me. Like, get going. You know what I did realize? So we use the Yahoo Sports app for our fantasy. We'll call it whatever. Um, so when you go to the league, there's a way to see who's up next in a um, few details. Who gets the waiver? Do you know that, Max? Yeah, it's based on who made the last claim. Like, it you resets each week. Ooh. When did the... By the way, so I'm number four. When do uh, when does the waiver wire happen? Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Okay, so I'm number four. So up. if you make a move now, say you know you go for say Dobbs is a free agent, you go for Dobbs, but Actually, anybody that's one, two, or three, yeah, they go from two. They get him. They would get him before you. One, two, or three gets him if they go for him. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Who's your I'm quarterback? Josh Allen. Perfect, because we're going to get right into the bets now. And uh, first of all, I wanted to give some love to uh, the franchise, our buddy Donks back home. We're heading up to the game, Chargers-Lions. I didn't care who won. I said, text, he text Donks, we're going to the game. Donks said, lots of points, take the over. So I said, boom, take the over, and it hit, and I needed a win. You know when you just need a win? Like, I've been just, like, I had the worst week of my life since the start. I, I knew it was coming. And this, this is what you, like, I was doing so well that I, I, I'm like, it's coming. I know it's coming. 
And, and the Oilers, they did it to me, losing that game to the Sharks, uh, minus 340. And then I just took the Avs lost that night, minus 233 to your Kraken. So, Donks, thank you. The over hit. And it's fun betting on the over, man, especially when you got two bad defenses. They were just running the ball down their throat, slinging it. So thanks to Docs. I wanted to give him some love. Good Cobra boy. How'd you make out this week? I had the Bills. Bloodbath. Absolute bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> I took the Packers. Every I which, had the Steelers. Every which way. So Why'd that, you like the that was a loss. I don't know. It was, I, I just. You thought. I don't know. Yeah. I thought love might just, you know, snap Dang out it. of it. Yeah. And I've been sold on Pittsburgh the whole year, but good D, good D, and they just they they hung around. Um, That's how they play. They've been the else, most. I mean, they've happened? been the, the one one score games the most in the NFL. They've and they've won. The, the next is the Chiefs and Eagles, I think, and the Steelers have more one possession wins. Than that. So they just hang in there. Uh, Cincy screwed me. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. They screwed me too. Um, Cincy, Baltimore, both screwed me. I had them in a teaser, and I had. I bought, I bought points and just it wasn't perfect. Huge win for the Browns to come yeah. back and win like that against the Ravens. After I told said the Ravens were going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I told Cincy. I bet Cincy yeah. going to go to the I'll Super Bowl. I'll tell you what, man. This CJ Strout, yeah. this guy's nasty. Man. Mm -hmm. Like they're talking like MVP. Like that's how important he is to his team. Mackell right now has CJ Strout. He has um, the quarterback from Balti, Lamar Jackson. And he's got Dobbs, the quarterback from Minnesota. How many quarterbacks? He's got three he, quarterbacks. How much does he need? I don't know, but I'm. I got to get one of them off him. Mac Daddy, for listening. The Mac Daddy. But, um, but, I mean, yeah. That's, let's let's talk about the Bills, man. I I I talk about windows in hockey. Have they? Have they? You know, we got you know Stephon Diggs, brother. What Trayvon Diggs uh, on X today saying you got to get you got to get fourteen out of there. I don't know, man. It seems like this team's missed their window. Get 14, what? Like Stefan Diggs out of Buffalo. Uh, like his brother was on X posting. Oh, wow. You got, it's time to get him out of there. Like he needs a different team. Yeah. Like I, I think this team might have missed their chance, man. I, I, as long as you got Josh, Josh Allen, I think you can obviously rebuild around him. I don't know, man. I, I bet you I, I love Josh Allen, and yeah, that's probably too. why I'm, I'm, I'm saying this sort of stuff. But he needs to stop throwing the ball like everywhere just recklessly. He needs to like run, run the ball. Why isn't he effective stepping back and, and running and hitting guys again? I don't know. Just he, he doesn't, I feel like he starts games off slow now because he's not effective with his legs. Max, what do you think? I mean, he, they didn't protect the football very well last no, night. No, I know, was, but fuck, like they were holding like a loaf of bread out there. But what if he ran a couple early and then it opens up his passing? Aikman said last night in the telecast, he threw a, uh, Allen tried to make a pass in a triple coverage. That didn't get picked off. And he's like, he can make that throw. So it's hard to tell him. Maybe like He's just not that smart. Yeah, tell him not to do it because he can, like Aikman's like, I've seen him make that throw, but to throw in a triple coverage, any other quarterback, that would have been picked. He's lucky it wasn't. But because he zipped it in there, I guess it's got to be bittersweet for the coach, or maybe that's not the right terminology. But like he knows Allen can make those big plays. But at the same time, we can't be turning it over four times. The record in the NFL, if you turn it over four times, I heard Scott Van Pelt. Oh, and 46 or something. Yeah. You, you just don't win. Yeah. So, at the end of the day. But I just feel bad for those Bills fans because the franchise was talking about, he's been to that stadium, like, such great fans. They're 5-5. Five and five, They're in one. You talk about percentages to make the playoffs. They're just they're low. In one. They're in one. They're 5-6, and six, aren't they? 5-5. Five and five. Oh, wow. Yeah. The Broncos, man. I, listen, shout out to Sean Payton, who's a buddy of Coop, who I had a couple cocktails with last year in Smashville. Controlled the clock, ran the football. God. Russell Wilson's kind of learning how to play. They're like, I don't know, man. It, it, I, 
it was kind of boring to watch because it's just old school football, grind them down. But the possession of they had the ball almost doubled in the Bills. Like that's how you win a road game. I know they played good, they and played that, good. that pass interference. I don't know about last play of the game. What do you think? It's a terrible pass. Oh, it was a terrible, terrible pass. pass. Yeah. How about like is it, it you? And and they talked about this after SVP had on this guy who I loved. I I actually don't know who the oh Ryan Clark, Ryan Clark, the guy the that sat with chains on the guy that sat next to him. Yeah, Ryan Clark. Just them two. Yeah. Okay. That guy's a beauty. He does. He talks UFC with Daniel Cormier too. Okay, so beauty. he got into this what whole Super thing Bowl like the Steelers. You know, determining a last play of the game like that, you need to make you need to make a great play. Like you know, the quarterback needs to make a great play if they're going to call a pass interference. You can't just Tossing it up like that, it needs to be you're taking away the touchdown. Like, and the guy turns his head. Yeah, I was like, just the kid say, turns it, his head at the end. Like, it's if the pass was where it was supposed to go, he he would have he would have touchdown. No, but he would have turned his head and probably got oh, his yeah. hand on it. Instead, right. it was an right. underthrown ball that the receiver has to stop. Oh, the DB was just in an impossible position impossible. because the ball was so poorly thrown. Yeah, I will but say before this before it got the there, his head was turning. Right. Any so that's, under, that's he did defense. what he was supposed to do. Any underthrown ball, they throw they call PI every time, which I don't think should be the case. Anytime it's underthrown and the DB's got to turn around, they touch him, they throw the flag. Shouldn't be like that. Yeah. It should be it should be over. It's got to be over your head and you got to be getting interfered with like trying to grab it like on this side. I think side. it's something they need to look at too. Instead of stopping and jumping back into the DB. Cuz the receiver knows. The receiver knows. As soon as he's underthrown, he just bumps into the fucking DB. It's going to be PI every time. I'm with you. That should happen all year. Talk, talk about a joke. How, how are you this guy if you were the 12th guy in the field for the oh field goal? Oh, my God. Like, it, you know who the 12th guy was? Who? Hamlin. Oh. oh well, we can't. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. That's everyone's saying. It's like, ah. Uh. Oh, man. Why was he out? Or did he thought? I don't know what happened, but, dude, that cost him. Like, Someone had gotten hurt that series on defense, and so he had to go out there at the end of the game. And yeah. then he so stayed out sense. there. I mean, but that makes sense because that was his first defensive. He was, but he yeah. was playing special teams the whole time. Well, I heard he was playing special teams, but last night when he jumped in was his first reps in the defensive like coverage like that. But right. But I don't know. Was he on the field goal blocking team? Who knows? And they said they went from like the diamond package. They said the Sean, what's their coach's name? McDermott. He McDermott. said they practiced that every week, going from like the diamond of where you're in one to get the fuck off the field and get back on. And he said we just screwed up. And when you get it's it's a mix of special teams and defense. Yeah. And you get guys injured and you're subbing in and out. Like there's ah. so many guys, right? Like you think you should be on there. You don't want to not be on the field, so you run out, right? It's like too many men, right? Yeah, get out there. Then you're out there. You're like, oh my god, what am I doing out here? Like how, how do the refs catch it? The refs, oh, they count. They count. They count. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's six refs out there. Whatever. I know, but like, that's a lot of, you know, you got to count all those guys. It's, I think they can They do it every single play. Yeah, they so they've do, got right? it in their mind. They can same recognize. Same as the refs, buddy. They count. Like, I know there's more guys, but same as counting five guys. I guess there's double. Yeah, it's just pretty impressive that they're able at, at that speed with all the shit going on that they go <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, oh, twelve. Oh, it's too many guys. And like Both those refs back well, there. Well, and there's the people up top probably counting going into the refs earpiece, right? Saying, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't know how that works, but basically it's your fault because you're cooler and you're the cost of bills because you had cash on, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. My second half bills, hey, you know, minus you want seven. Fantasy. What? At least, at least you want fantasy. Yeah. yeah. At least you want fantasy. means nothing. I love how you took the over in the second half, though. I just full throttle. Not over. over. No, I took no bills. bills. Not did the award. The over it went under big time. It was only seventeen points. 
Things are heating up in fantasy football. The NFL is getting good here. We got a big game next week, Chiefs and Eagles. That's going to be, I'm going to tune into that one. So, um, hey, one thing, Coach Prime, this guy obviously has lost a little bit of his luster uh, since his 3 0 start, but he was talking about practice fights, how much he loves them. And not only loves them, how he keeps track of who wins and loses them. <laughs> so, Coach Prime, buddy, I love you even more. And I think, you know, we're going to get into the Oilers here next. There should have been a practice fight in Edmonton about a month ago, but. I love practice fights up. And I'm saying try to kill your teammate. Don't hit him when he's down. But sometimes when things aren't going well, nothing wrong the with The Robert him. Bertuzzo effect. Robert Bertuzzo effect. It works. It, it does work. Was there a coach uh, that you had comes to, comes to mind that like well, you, good- you knew loved like a good fight <laughs> in practice? I don't know. Let me think of him. Um, in, in junior, Dean Evison used to love it. He looks like a guy. Yeah, he loved it. What about old Dean Evison? How are they? How are they all wild? Though? They're not having like, a great yeah, start. I was actually, they're not having a great start. They were they were five and five last week. You know so what? I was thinking about them. They got spanked by Dallas the other night. Ooh. They're five and eight right now. I don't know, but I like Dean Evison. John Stevens is like good. Yeah. He's old school. Old school. Played yeah. the game the right way in the minors. Yeah. I don't know if I, I, I John Tortorella. Kevin John, to fight I me mean, that was John Tortorella. Torch would love it. Love it. And I'm going to get into Torch later in this show. But Coach Prime, I love it. Uh, practice fight, something wrong with that fellas out there. Updog, I just want to touch on it. It was Remembrance Day this past <laughs> Saturday back home in Canada. Um, first thing I always think of is, is Don Sherry. You know, how much he wanted to wear the poppies, how, you know, he was always wearing his poppies on Hockey Night in Canada. My dad always wore his poppy, told me to wear his poppy. So uh, I just want to say thanks to everyone that served back home in Canada. Um, you know, and what's going on in the world right now here, it's crazy times, and um, people that are serving the States, we got our green cards, I want to thank them. Um, what was it here? It's called uh, Veterans Day here. Yeah. So just thank you for your service, uh, and back home, people who wore your poppy, good on you, because that's what it's all about. Yeah, well said. Um, you know, a lot of people that we, you know, grew up with, our grandparents, uh, they went to war, they, they lost sons and daughters, and um, a lot of people sacrificed their time and their lives for for what we have here today. So uh, this day is just one simple way that we can all pay our respects. So well yeah. said. Well said, my man. We'll be right back. Up dog, fella. If you're at the bar, club, or better yet on the golf course, and you look over at the fellas to order something, and they all freeze up. Well, I'd tell them, hey, boys, loosen up. But what would you do, fella? Exactly. Have some confidence, fellas. Or as Jagermeister calls it, confidence. If everyone's struggling, here's what you do. Just order for the table. A round of ice-cold Jagermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, up dog, we've all been drinking Jagermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jagermeister, they want it at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back... Oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Obes, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice, cold, shoddy Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers with ice-cold shots of Jagermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jagermeister out at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister US. White Plains, New York. Welcome back to Missing Curfew. Updog, my man. 
good Fort Mac guy, Mr. PTO. He looked good with that Oilers jersey with that picture. Look good. Uh, that was it's if heartbreaking. Just, I, I can't. If you think just wouldn't hurt, if you wouldn't hurt your knee dancing on that yacht in Europe, you might. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> No, listen, man, it's heartbreaking. Um, I've been an Oiler fan my whole life. First time I ever, you know, stepped foot in an NHL rink was to, you know, watch Bill Ranford and Gretzky and Messier and Curry and all these guys play. And uh, it would have been a dream come true. And now I'm stuck on the fence of just watching them and cheering them on from a distance and having a podcast and a platform to talk about them. And I was using just that over the weekend. Yeah, so obviously everyone knows the news. Jay Rudcroft and Dave Manson, who I love Dave Manson. I love the way he played. I love yep. his son's game, Josh Manson. I would love to have played for Dave Manson. Um, I I thought after that Oilers game against the Sharks that, you know, I, I if I was the GM, which I'm not, and I don't need to tell Kelly Hall and I'll do his job, but I would have probably fired him right then. They let him finish off the road trip. They had a big win in Seattle, then fired him. With Jay Rudcroft, I don't know him. You know, you hear what... Connor said about him and how he loved him and was shocked that all this happened. And we can get in that as well, up dog. I, I just seen, and maybe it happens with everyone, right? You get in the NHL and, you know, you start doing interviews and, you know, like he just seemed to get more and more like, you know, I said a year ago, his hair got a little more slick back and he got a little more, you know, like, I don't know. I'm the man, right? I'm the man. When he first came in there after they bought him for Bakersfield, humble, humble. Yeah. Um, and I just thought like he kind of got, I don't know comfortable maybe or thought like you know he was he was the guy when at the end of the day when you have 97 and 29 and you're not making adjustments to make them better you can't get rid of the whole team I'm sure there's guys that Kenny Holland would love to trade right if he could trade half his team right now I'm sure he would comes down to the coaches it's the business we live in I I wish Jay Croft Jay Woodcroft all the best but I'll be I think it was the right call Uh, I would have brought in you know Paul Coffey who's a guy that you know, they brought in to run the D who I know you love. I just wanted to bring in an ex-Oiler. I guess they did that with him. Uh, but what were your thoughts on Woodcroft and Manson? Yeah, well, you know, this, it, sh- it should be said right off the hop, is this is McDavid's now his fifth coach since 2015. Five, yeah, five and eight years. Todd McClellan, Hitchcock, Dave Tippett, Woodcroft. Now, one from the outside looking in would, you know, would think, do they need a hard ass? Do they need like a Brent Sutter? Do they need, you know, a Daryl Sutter? Do they need... <laughs> one of the Sutter brothers who are, you know, whatever (laughs) they've had hitch. So they know, you know, they know one end of the spectrum of having like a a guy's guy or a player's guy or a guy that's coming up from the minors that has something to prove. Now I I look at the Jay Woodcroft thing and yes, he came in very humble. I like the guy, Um, but you deal with Edmonton media for two years. You deal with these playoff runs where, you know, the whole world stops to watch just you. And, and all of a sudden you become, you know, we have had disappointing finishes. We can't get by Vegas. We can't get by Colorado. What needs to change? And unfortunately, you can't change much because you have no cap room. You have no uh, chance of changing Arsenal that, you know, makes your team better. You have to deal with the cards that are dealt. Now, I I, I don't know. I, I don't think Kenny Holland is, you know, sitting back making the calls on this Obi much. I, I don't know. I think... You know, the new CEO, Jeff Jackson, I think, you know, even you watch that press conference over the weekend, Kenny Allen looked Weird, for, huh? for once, he didn't sleep. He looked like yeah. he was, no, he looked like sleeping. he was in one. He's like, in. I, and I mean, I'd never seen Kenny Holland look like that, actually. Yeah, who looked worse, him or me leaving Lupo's golf tournament at Everton? But yeah, no, Kenny, Kenny looks weathered. But think, yeah, think of it, like just this, I don't know. 
dog days. We're not even here yet. We talk about that. Yeah, yeah. They're they're there. They're there. If this is in February and you're dealing with this, but this is in November. No one wanted to ever talk about the Oilers being 15 points back of, you know, uh, the the Vancouver Canucks or whatever. Um, I think Jeff Jackson, you know, and, and history being his, you know, ties to Connor McDavid, wanting to keep Connor in Edmonton, wanting to make this team still beat around Connor McDavid, you know, his, he probably had a lot to say. He probably had a lot to say, whether he had conversations with Connor, Leon, the leaders about, you know, the direction this team needs to go in order to save the season. Those conversations had to have been had. 100%. There's no way you don't go to your two, three best players and say like, guys, looked- if we don't win the next 10, if we don't, Go on a nice streak here. We're done. Yeah, it looked and like then I got to blow this thing up. Yeah, it looked so what like do we two, need? It looked like two guys that went on a on a trip together that were trying to get their story straight. What to <laughs> tell their wives? They're like, "Hey, Kenny, yeah. Kenny, remember we said we didn't go to Hooters for chicken wings, but uh, I get it together." Totally. Like Kenny said, "Don't one, blow this." For yeah, me. Kenny said one thing, and then Jeff Jackson, who you know, I, I should have known this. I, I have a podcast with you, but like, didn't know that he was Connor's old agent that now works for the team. But listen, bottom line is. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl have to be on these conversations. Yeah, right. This they're is the, their team. They're two best players in the world. Any team. Jack Eichel in Vegas. Stone in Vegas got to be on these. I, if I was a GM, I would have my star players. I'd have a lot of my players coming in and asking them what they think. So for, for Jeff Jackson to try to say Connor doesn't care, I think he's trying to protect his old client and protect Connor that like, right, he's just here to play hockey, all those cliches, which, which Connor just wants to focus on hockey. But when you're picked to win the Stanley Cup and you are – Second last in the Western Conference, you know, had to be changed. I think Connor was in on it. And listen, I love Kenny Hall and I respect everything he did as a Detroit Red Wing and mm-hmm. all the Stanley Cups he have as a guy sitting here with no rings. But at the end of the day, it's on Kenny a bit too. Listen, he tried with Jack Campbell. That didn't work out. Um, and I think that that right there is the yeah. biggest thing that's hurt them, right? And I yeah. and I like Jack Campbell, but they thought they had their goalie. You know, they thought he'd come in and give him five for twenty-five. And and they, you know, we all know what's happened to Jack. He's down in the jungle now. And Stuart Skinner caught lightning in the bottle last year, but you saw in playoffs, he wasn't the guy. Um, and then you got Darnell Nurse. Listen, guy plays hard, chucks him. I, I like that about him. He's making too much money. But once again, you brought up the salary cap, and we talk about a luxury tax here on Mr. Curfew all the time. You don't think Kenny Holland would like to shake the deck a little bit right now, but just can't because he's handcuffed because of the stupid hard cap? Like, he can't make a trade. The worst team in the league right now with the highest expectations can't make a move. Now maybe nobody wants some of these guys on his team. I don't I, I, that I believe, but I just feel bad that he can't make a hockey move right now because I believe he's so up against the cap, with so many bad contracts that he's just in one. I think that the NHL and NHLPA should sit down in the next board of governors meeting and discuss how to give these teams these like joker cards or like spumoni cards. Spumoni where, where they have one chance every say every year. They have one chance to go, this guy's making too much money. Yeah. I signed him to a bad deal. I need to <laughs> yeah, cut yeah. this. Help. Uh, this is my Spumoni card. Help, <laughs> Help me. me. I want, you know, go back to jail card. Get, get out of jail free. And, and then you still pay the guy his money. The NHLs are going to protect the players from that. But you're, there's got to be a way you pay the luxury tax back into the league and it comes off your cap. You could use it once every couple of years. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or you give up a draft pick. Like, Do you think they would just go... I'll give up a second round pick right now if we can turn Nurse's $9 million cap into $5 million. 
They might level give up. They might, they, draft might, pick back. they might give more, more than that. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. But find a way to not handcuff all these teams into not being able to make deals or, or I, 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 I don't care about not making deals. All I care about is having the two best players in the world stuck in Edmonton with these bad contracts surrounding their team and them not getting better. That to me is heartbreaking. It sucks. Well, you might not have to worry about that here much longer. Because I know, but I, I do because it's two more years of yeah. Connor there. It's another well, year. Well, Leon's got one more year left after this. So know, if things let's say they I miss, want it to work out there yeah, no, with their I handcuffs. Mean, let's say they miss the playoffs this year, which I, I, I don't know if they're going to make it or not. I, I need to see them play under Chris Knobloch, who I thought when I first saw it reminded me of Chuck Knobloch, the old second <laughs> baseman. Eh? I couldn't make the throw from second to first. Old Chucky, your DH tonight. Um <laughs> But listen, you can't. They're in their prime of their careers. And I love Edmonton Oilers fans. We, we wouldn't have this podcast without Oilers fans. Uh, we go up there. They're great to us. Uh, I love the new rink. I, I love I love everything about the Edmonton Oilers fan base. But at the end of the day, these guys, come on. We, we can't continue going down this road, right? And, and and after this year, Leon will have one year left. We'll see what happens. But ups, it's, it's like, so, so I don't know, man. When you say it kind of falls on Kenny Hall, and it does, but. You look at Bouchard. Not Jack Campbell. Bouchard. Thing. Jack Campbell, yes. Yeah, it hurts. Bouchard, you, you turn him into this number one D. He's got a great shot. He's a world class shot. He's playing on the best power play ever invented. He hasn't gotten any better. He hasn't shown the next step. So oh, who does that fall defense. on? Does that fall on the coach? Does that fall on his teammates? Does that fall on him? I mean, you could put that on on, on Manson, right? He's a D coach. He's trying to make him yeah. better. I know I know for me, a guy by the name of Brad Shaw. I hadn't, I hadn't yeah, Cincinnati. Brad Shaw. He turned me into Shawzi, a PK. Yeah, Shawzi made me so much better defensively. Totally, me too. Like, people probably find this hard to believe, but when I came out of the OHL, I was a little like, offensive guy that you know jumped in the play. And yeah. like, he's like, fella, taught me how to play. You can learn how to play defense. So I don't know if I could put on Dave Manson or I put on Bouchard's you know, give a fuck level. Like yeah. it's not, there's nothing, there's no secret to playing defense or becoming a PK guy. Do the right things, pay attention to details, pay the price. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Listen to me. I, I, I still lack CC. These guys, they haven't gotten any better. They, they're D. They're, they're terrible. Ekholm. Yeah. I love that. I like Ekholm played so hard against me my whole career. He was such a force, but he yeah. hasn't like been able to find his niche there really either. Well, right? Neither like, would you, if you're playing with Bouchard the whole to time. Totally. Like, but then I'm just saying like, their D stink. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would get Bouchard away from Ekholm. I mean, I would go I would go Ekholm or CC. Yeah. Dayernay's not the guy which I thought he was. Uh, he's he's not quite ready. His boots aren't quick enough. But speaking of Chris Knobloch here, the new head coach that came in from Hartford, Coach Connor. So last night they played good. They they played with yeah. some better pace last night as they, expected. And I'm sure that was just like once Jay got fired, they're like, okay, at least that's over. At least we don't have to worry about you know if we're gonna get this guy fired, he's gone. Right, you take a deep breath, almost like okay, it's a new day. Knobloch uh, went with McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and your boy Sam Gagne, Kane, Drysdale, Hyman. I, I thought that was a pretty good mix of the top two lines there. I think yeah. I think having Nugent Hopkins play the wing, uh, and and then Gagne's a nice fit up there right now. And I thought Kane looked good with Drysdale last night. But I'm with you, Cough. I love Paul Coffey. I'm glad he's in on the going to be running the D. But it's starting. I think it's time you got to start mixing, matching some of those guys back there, and just just yeah. changing something up. Yeah, well said. Well, time no, will I, tell. By the way, Paul Coffey, legendary player, unbelievable. But if you thought he was a good hockey player, he is even better as a guy. I, I know he's going to do great with that young, you know, with the young group of guys they have. You can go to him for anything. Um, so I, I think that that's a great move. Kenny Holland did the right thing there, just saying, Paul, go in there, help this room, mentor this room. Get them off the ledge. Yeah. And I, just let's go. 
I actually, first of all, cough had an unbelievable suit on first night. Nice little blue with a nice little like good orange color tie and a white shirt. So cough, you looked unbelievable back there. Nice tan somehow living in Edmonton. Um, I actually said to Cooley and the boys on the NHL XM radio when I found out Woodcroft was fired, I said they should hire Paul Coffey as the interim head coach. I thought I, I wouldn't have been in a hurry to bring in. Now you got another, and I don't know Chris Knobloch from, you know, whoever, from Jay Woodcroft before they hired him. So maybe this is the guy, but, and you question maybe the X's and O's of Paul Coffey, but you can bring somebody, you can hire guys around him to help with that. But I would have just brought in, and he's working the D, so he's in the room. They, they did what I want, but to have an ex-oiler in there. That that won the championships, that 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 bled the the, the orange and blue, that that played with Gretz and Mass Lake. I would have called Gretzky and been like, I know you got a cushy deal at TNT there, but I'll take you for the rest of the year. Yeah. And Gretz probably would have said, No, no, thank you. I, I'm gonna play the Grove and do my TNT hit, and I don't blame you, Gretz. But just bring in some old oilers in there. Like some I, old oilers. Listen, I like where your head's at, and look at what Montreal did with Martin St. Louis. Like, I love that. Yeah. He's play. not that far from the game. Yeah. Like, does Stoli want a fucking job? Stoli, babe. What Stoli. Is, no, Stoli's not moving. Do you yeah. want a job? I know you got to go up to Edmonton again. But, like, he's been involved around teams. He's seen the LA Kings get out of the funk and be a championship team. He's been on championship teams. He played for the Oilers, went to a Stanley Cup final. Stoli, babe. I thought about guys like Ethan Morrow. Where's he? Yeah. Jason Smith. Totally. Bring those guys in. And just build that culture back around these guys. I know. It was such a great Because listen, culture. X's and O's are important. Ups. But listen, we get the game film every fucking night. You come in, they're doing the 2-1-2-4 check. Got it. Uh, this is what they do for the PIP breakout. Got it. Now, in-game adjustments on the bench is something that I think takes time to learn. But when you have the two best players on the planet, I don't know. I'm, I'm a, and I know you are too, a big believer in, in, in dressing room and having yeah, yeah, good yeah, guys totally. around. Like, I was just going to say, like, let's just worry about what we're going to do off the ice to get yeah, these guys together again. Right? Like, to bring get the some noise these- away and just get them having fun and doing their thing and like showing up to the rink and having a smile on their face and being in the NHL, exactly. making big money. Totally. And now almost, if I was in there, and I, maybe Koff is saying this, you know better than me. Oh, he is. The pressure's almost off. Yeah, now it's like, is. boys, no one expects you to make the playoffs. Yeah. You, you just. Well, well, now we got nothing to lose almost. Like, let's go. Let's rally, right? I, I maybe not, everyone's not expecting to make the playoffs. The fans in Edmonton are. But you know what I mean? I was like, totally. the pressure of them being Stanley Cup contenders, nobody believes you're going to win the Stanley Cup right now. No. Not one guy. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. But, but I in did, that dressing uh, room, maybe yeah, they do. I still picked them. On your show, Power Play, two weeks yeah. ago, I still had them. Yeah. But then I was like, then they cost me so much money. I said, this is, this is done. Yeah. I, me too, buddy. I said to you, I <laughs> said to you, Oppie, we got to take him again. And then I took him in Nashville. That was her first home win last night. That's insane. Last year, when you went into Rex, into Rexall, what's it called? Rogers Arena. It was a loss. Yeah. Point night for them. But if you want to talk about gambling, if they get hot here and I'm going to be watching their every game and I, well, last night was a step in the right direction, but I'm, if they get going, Throttle, throttle. We just start. <laughs> we start. We start hammering the oil. Hammer the oil. I would love to be part of a world where I could start hammering the oil. Again yeah. and winning. winning. That would be great. Yeah, it would be great for for TV. Yeah. And I don't know Connor. And and listen, I'm not living in Edmonton, but he's making. What is he making? Twelve. What's he making? Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. I know he hasn't won a cup. I know all the other guys have. And I don't know him like you know him, but smile, Connor. I know it's hard right now, but like even his interview, like I get that he's not the world's you know best talker, wants to talk, but and I don't know what he is off camera. But when I see him on camera, I'd like to see him just try to bring a little more. Like yeah. I guess winning will do that, but I don't know. 
I guess that's that might be too no, much to no, ask. What no, do you think about that? No, totally, you're right. You don't want to tell these guys to change who they are, and he takes this to heart. You know that, but yeah. at the same time, like you, you are the face of this organization. Yeah, you're the best you, player on the planet. You know, would you do you want to be a face that's smiling, or do you want to be a face that's like? Yeah, uh, I'm think upset. about the kid who grew up in Ontario. You know, I totally. think he's a Toronto boy. You're, you're thinking about all the young kids watching you. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're all upset. The old crusty guys like us, we're upset because we're losing money. But the young kids <laughs> yeah. who watch you yeah. on TV smile. and who listen to you talk, smile. Yeah, yeah I agree. But I, you, I'm not saying Connor no, changed And, I, and you doing. know him. You know him. I don't know him. I've never met him. But, uh, and you're about to, listen, you're going to win one, Connor. You're too good a player not to win one. I know you want to win one now and you want to win one for the city of Edmonton. I, I, I respect that. But you're also going to become the highest paid player here in three years too. Like. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. I don't know. Life's not that bad is what I'm saying. I, no, no, losing good. sucks, but yeah. I hope they turn it around to the Oilers fans out there. We love your support at Mystic Curfew. And when they do turn it around up, dog, we Heads hammer up. them. We hammer them. Speaking of hammer them, up his world. Party, Party time. time. Excellent. Um, first of all, I, I've known you a long time. Tell our listeners your first NFL experience, bro. Oh, first NFL first game you went to. This is a legendary game. Me, me and the franchise, we watching Man in the Arena. They were talking about this game you went to. It's funny. I brought up a guy in Milwaukee, Steve Daly. This is funny. It's the second time I mentioned him today. Uh, what's up, Steve? Um, anyway, <laughs> he uh, he was a big Packer guy. Had season tickets. We used to go to the Milwaukee Bucks with him. Me and Toots. He lived on our floor at the at this. Uh, we lived on North Prospect Ave, sick little condo we had. A couple big, prospects yeah. living on Prospect Ave. Eh? Hey, uh, a couple prospects. And so anyway, it was playoff time. I'd never been to an NFL game, ever. I don't even know what the NFL was. Totally. totally. So I'm 19 or 20. I was 20, Argos fan. And uh, we cruise up. It is, Obi, it's, you know, December, playoff time. And uh, we cruise up. It's about an hour drive from Milwaukee. We get there. It's freezing. I don't wear, I, I'm in just a jacket, jeans, and I'm, literally freezing my nuts off and you we, don't have the can of goose and, on, and yeah. packers shout out to Fromey; he's the biggest packer fan of all time there's like bleach it's like steel bleachers in there. oh yeah like lambo is steel bleachers and and wind and snow and so anyway they play the vikings and it is the game if anyone listening remembers um brett Favre uh versus you know the whole minnesota viking team that was basically the game and uh randy moss catches in front of us the touchdown, the worldwide touchdown known where he where he moons the whole crowd at Lambeau. And it's an epic, like if you look up that photo, it's a great photo. It's unbelievable. It's unreal. So I was there. That happened right in front of me. Um, Packers, I think, ended up going on and winning that match. I, I don't know, but all I remember. Can we double all, check all that, remember, Max? All, no, I think that. All I, I think they did. Is when he got fined ten thousand bucks, he just goes, yeah. how are they going to pay that? He goes, straight cash, homie. <laughs> yeah, Straight totally. cash, homie. Uh, yeah, so that I mean, was an a, epic, like, he just, like, oh, boom, yeah, yeah. puts the thing down. Like, it, I'm like, dude, I've never watched that game. I think I was in Cincy, obviously. So you were, yeah, I'm like, sure. Randy Moss is a, is a legend. And yeah. then he goes, how are you going to pay that fine? Straight cash, homie. That ain't going to break me. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's a beauty. Uh, um, so that Minnesota won. Oh, yeah. they did? What yeah. was the score? Last minute drive? Uh, 30-17. Ooh. Oh, damn. Hopefully you See, I wasn't old enough to even you were know what the game. There. I didn't yeah. even know what lines were back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, me either. I but it was do. a great game. Oh, so they did, they did lose. That's a cool, like, that was your first NFL experience. That's, on that's the way sick. home, the weather was so bad. On the way home, we ended up in the ditch with, like, 80 cars. Really? Just, we were driving my buddy's, like, Porsche. He had, like, a... Like a Porsche. Yeah. He, so, so Like a Cayenne us, or, like, a Porsche, like, Turbo? Like a Like a Cayenne. Like a Cayenne. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, the, the hatchback. Yeah. yeah. And we end up just taking a digger with 80-car pile up in the ditch. Okay. 
Like, right. we were all going slow, but you just couldn't stop and just yeah. ran right in there. What'd you do then? You had to get someone to pull you out? Or? Yeah, we all just we hung out and then drank some more beers and came back. Uh, that was an epic game. I love Randy Moss. I, that's what I loved, Randy Moss. Little moon, little straight cash, homie. Um, listen, my boy, the updog, he gets the grape juice in him. And listen, X, nobody's safe anymore on X. I love it. You're bringing the heat. You're, 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 listen, your you're tweet about or your post about Sergey Gonchar. And the effect that he's had on the Quinn Hughes and the it's a great take. So listen, oh, it's, keep the grape juice going. So blatant and keep to it see, going, yeah. baby. I love it. Thanks. Good bud. content. Yeah, yeah, I was getting her going for the boys. Keep and firing. then listen, and then Izzy, you know, you know, without further ado, my daughter, who is three, had her first dance recital in Newport Beach. Talk about the scene in there. I can only imagine. It's like big canyon on steroids with people in the families and oh, the yeah. kids and the outfits. People in Newport love having kids. I, I know, but it's like, it's do. crazy. They're all rich and they just get married and have I'm like in there kids. and I'm like, holy, you know, the net worth. What happened? <laughs> what, what happened? Um, but she crushed it. She, she looked adorable. Uh, NSYNC, I Want You Back was the song. They they killed it. She, she was, she's a ball of energy. She had so, so much fun. And it's, it's literally like, Harry, we're really doing this? Like. Yeah. Well, listen. It's if that she, time. If she could dance anything like her dad used to dance, then she's going to oh, be yeah. first star in that recital, right? Oh yeah. Because you used to move and shake nicely. Not that you still can. No, you still can. Still, not right now. My back's in one. Yeah. No, she looked beautiful. Um, God, she looks like you. Unless I was up at your house the other day, having a nice Hoya cigar with you, and she came home. She's got a lot of you in her too, which that'll be interesting when it plays. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we're, we're turning old and gray, and I'm like, I can't wait to hear. Well, you might be at the parties with her. So <laughs> you might still be at the parties. No, Oppy, she looked gorgeous, buddy. We'll be right back. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with the bat blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Uh, last but not least here on Uppies World, we talk about betting. DraftKings, baby. Biggest line I've ever seen. Minus 558 the other night, Vegas versus the Sharks. I took them puck line. Thank God they won. But 558. Like, they had sticks out there, too, didn't they? Say, yeah, well, that's like, often hey, what we say. You guys play with sticks. Did they play with no skates on? I mean, five, minus 558 is the biggest line I've or ever seen. Or did they seen. not have a goalie in that? I don't know. But I know. Thank I remember God when won. you hit that puck line, you're like, do not bet this. You're ice cold. I don't need you on this, too. And I'm like, okay, I'll sit this one out. <laughs> no, I listen, I was ice cold, too. That that was a tough week for me. But So that's like, that is a big line. That's like in tennis. If like, line. You know, if Djokovic played in the first, uh, first round against some no-namer. Yeah. You know. That's a lot of money to that's, risk for. That's minus five fifty eight for a hockey yeah, game. A hockey outrageous game. in the NHL. That's that's saying a message to the Sharks. Although they've they've played better. I, I got to give Dave Quinn some credit in the character in that dressing room. And they got it. Well, what's going to happen with Thomas Hurdle? Where, where, who's going to get this? This guy's legit, man. He's been. Know, he he got to get out of there. He's just signed a six think, or eight year yeah, deal. Yeah, last year maybe kicked in last year. Yeah, he's he's a legit big old Checo. He plays plays the game the right way. Yeah. Up his world. Party time. Excellent. Dun, dun, dun. Right in to get this guy a beer. My boy, once again, Wigsy Baby. baby. 400 NHL games. <laughs> brings a tear to my eye. Um, 400. 400. Um, 
Possible captain here in a couple of years in Calgary too, by the way. Yeah. Nice long-term Unless techie. Unless he tries to get traded out of there. But, uh, yeah. Uh, 400 games. I knew he was going to play the first time I saw him, so I wanted to give some love to Weezy, baby. Keep going, fella. Remember 400 games used to be the full pension? Get the jacket. Yeah. Full pension. I got the jacket. Yeah, mine's I, I at home it. too. Yeah, my parents. NHLPA, 400 games. My dad has so many. My mom and dad, shout out to them. Scott and Manny, they have so many of my old hockey jackets. It's it's absurd. I mean, oh, I know, I saw it. I was novice Pee Wee. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I know where you get it from. I see your garage too. You got a lot of shit in there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, shout out to my boys in the St. Louis Blues organization. Two hundred wins for my boy Craig Berube as a head coach of the Blues. That's a pretty big feat. And then in the same game, Shannon Bushnevich. I hope I didn't butch that. Bushnevich, no, you got it right on. Bushnevich. Both with hat tricks in the same game and big fella. That has not happened since 1986. What a feat. They went in and they absolutely shelled your Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I took them on, on the chin. road. Down on the chin. But the Blues needed it. They're actually they're going pretty good right now. The Blues are the Blues are getting out of the little funk they had. And it's welcoming Bob Batuzo back to the lineup. Bobble. How are you? And your boy, what last but not least there? Jaden Schwartz, my boy. Schwartzy. Nine, Nine game gamer. point streak. Kept it alive last night in Colorado. He was buzzing. He was buzzing. He's a great player. He's the water bug. Sure, He's yeah. always around. Schwartz makes had, the right play. Schwartz, He's you're, a great, you're a great guy. Good player. Yeah. Poppy loves you. I hate the Kraken. <laughs> I hate their team. I, I mean, the fans are great. I've never been out, but I, the, the way they play, that's the franchise. I'm watching the game last night, and it's it's just still from, from the playoffs, but the Gord's out there, and that Bjorkstrom, the Swede, drives me nuts. And McCann, I, 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 come on. Their team, man, they just they drive me bonkers up you. I don't know wow. what it is, but it's because they own your abs. They own my. They own well, me. They got beat last oh, night. Oh, but they do. They they're they got. They're, what do you think? What do you I, think Seattle needs? To get, they're not having a great year. What do they need to be like? To maybe the, to have Shane O'Brien like them? No, I mean, what listen. Need, I, I respect do? the way they play. I respect the way Haxtell's come in there and built that culture, and they're a bunch of guys that you know teams gave up on. Um. I just they, the the way they play. If I played against like them, they'd they drive brought, me if nuts. If they had Miles Wood on their team, would you like him? I don't know if I'm ever going to like them up here because yeah. of the damage is already done. I respect the way they play, and yeah. they are a good, hard team. And I, I picked them to miss the playoffs just because I thought there'd be a little bit of a letdown. But the way they played the last couple of weeks, they're probably going to prove me wrong. But it's just from the Avalanche series last year and the way they – the other night, same thing against the Avs. They score with Bjorkstrom again. It's cost me so much money, that guy. Backdoor, tapping. The Kraken. The Kraken. I got to get up there for a game, though. The, the stadium go? looks amazing. Yeah, I'll go anytime and play Listen, some golf with our boy Ian Richie. I love the Kraken's fans, though, and I love Johnny Forsling and Eddie O. Yeah. I love those guys. They call a great game. Just if I if I was playing against them, I'd take a lot of penalties, probably. So, uh, Last but not least here, I wanted to give some love, love to Leo Carlson. Get this guy a beer. Youngest duck to ever get a hat trick. Wow, good for him. Then you go from the youngest guy to the oldest guy, my former teammate, Mark Giordano. Oldest guy to ever get in a fight in Leafs history. That team's been around a long time. And Gio, I'm jealous. I wish I could be the oldest guy to ever fight for the Leafs. That's great. So hopefully That's you great. had an ice cold beer, Gio, after that yeah, game. sticking up for a teammate. Well done. Well done. Get those boys a Labatt Blue parlayed right into the old milk carton up dog. <sighs> so it's going to be the second time I put myself on the milk carton. I am once again going to put myself on the milk carton. Um... For Connor Bedard, um, this kid is proving me wrong. He has nine goals now. Um, the only chance I have is if you know he. Nah, he I gets, don't even say. Yeah, it. I mean, well, no. <laughs> if he gets hurt, then I got a chance of maybe winning some of my bets that I put against him. Playing great, uh, and the biggest reason I'm putting myself on the milk carton is I thought he would struggle five on five, and I believe he's leading the league in five on five goals. So Connor, your rookie puke. 
Um, <laughs> you did I'm it back to me. On the You're shoving it again. to me. I mean, listen, when this kid gets the puck, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. So I'm back on the milk carton, dog. I'm going to put, listen, I'm going to put this guy in the milk carton right now. I played a long time with him. I know he respects me and my opinion, and I'm doing this to get him out of a funk. But my boy, Hubie, he was benched the Hubie, entire Hubie, third Hubie. period last week in Nashville. It's not a big deal. I've been benched the whole game before, Hubie. Don't, yeah, don't worry too, about Hubie. just one period. Take the um, skates off. In the game, Flames come back and win. That's even more salt on the wound. But in 14 games, he's only got two goals, five assists. So this is the curfew bump for you, fella. Yeah, Let's Hubie, hope he gets you. you out of there and not out of there, not out of Calgary. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. But let's uh, let's turn it around, baby. Come get on, you good of a player. We will get you back in there. Four check, get to the net, put your stick down, yeah. make plays, baby. Yeah, Hubie, we love you here, buddy. And the same as you know, Connor. Smile, Hubes. You're making ten and a half million. Don't listen to all these people, <laughs> flames that are ripping you. Listen, they ripped me too. They hated me up there, and I was making a lot less than you. But enjoy the game. He's trying. He's trying. Hubie's trying. Know. He's trying. I know. Milk. Let's go. Curfew. Milk curtain. Uh, milk carton bump. Last but not least, for my milk carton. Listen, we're media now. We've we've turned to the dark side, but the media in Edmonton and all of Canada, really. But I mean, Edmonton is, in particular. The other night after the Sharks game, they lose. Uh, they're at the lowest low point of the season. And I don't know who it was. Asked Drysdale some question, and Drysdale gave a you know, oh nice obs- nice observation, nice observation. Did I say observation? Yep. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Observation. Observation. Thank you. Like like looking at him like, sorry Max, fuck off. Right? You know what I mean? Like get out of here, bud. To the media guys up there, it's not NFL. They don't play one game a week. You're going to see Leon Dreisler at the rink tomorrow. Give him a day to give him the night to go home and just sleep it off, and then ask him the next day, "Hey, Leon, can I can I pull you aside, buddy? What have you been? What whatever that stupid question was then? If you give him a night to cool down and talk to him after practice, you're going to get a better answer out of him. Like that was a low point to ask that question. So whoever that guy up there in the media was, I'm not sure it was. I'm putting you on the milk carton. When these guys are struggling, maybe give them a night to fucking relax and then ask them the next day at practice. Because those guys, they're going to be there at practice. They're there every day, up dog. He should have uh, He should have went Jacob Voracek on the guy. <laughs> what did he do? What did he do? Oh, it's the best clip of all time with Jacob Voracek sitting in that meeting. And, oh, he, yeah. and he just snaps and loses it. And, and he can hardly speak English as, to start with. He's hilarious. And he just starts ripping into, uh, I think it's this guy, um, Panaccio at the time. I don't know. But this guy, he lets him have it. And it was a beautiful sight. Anyway, sometimes the media. Was that Philly? Yeah. 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 That sometimes was the media need to hear that. Yeah. Just listen. I know you got a job to do. Yeah. We, we understand it now. We're, we, we've started doing it ourselves, but we get it. But like when the guy's at rock bottom and he's the second best player on the planet and they just lost They're a stinker. Questions, yeah. Don't ask him that. You're not going to get the answer you want. He's going to, I mean, he's lucky he didn't light him up more. Like just yeah. give him the night. Yeah. Like. And even if I was a PR guy in Edmonton, I might have been that night. Hey, Leon, Connor, you guys don't have to answer today. We'll pay the fine. Right? You don't think they, they don't want to answer that question. Was, I, they, I agree. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, the league's made about answering tough questions sometimes, but like, come on. Yeah. But there's eight. I mean, you're going to totally. see him tomorrow at the no, rink no, no, no. practice. You're, so you're so right. Lay off these guys and have some common, like, professional courtesy to realize that they're at rock bottom to ask a stupid question. You're going to get a stupid answer. Right? Plus, they were stuck in San Jose. There's nothing to do after the game. What did you do? Nothing. I know what you did. Release. Uh, <laughs> around the National League here, I'm going to um, tease that into my milk carton. Connor Bedard, who is sticking it right up my, you know what? Bungholio. Listen, kid's a player. I was, you know, he's, he's going to score. He's going to score 50 this year. I mean, he's proven me wrong, like I said. But listen, cool. First of all, let me start with my boy, Matty Chuck. Should have said, get this guy a beer. Goes up to Bedard, cross checks him, gives it to him. Listen. 
he's still a rookie. And you could call me an old crusty, whatever you want to call me, but he's still a rookie. Chucky, I love that. More guys getting this guy's grill. Kulikov on a clean hit rubs him out. And then Nick Felino, God love him. <laughs> Felino, I love you. Comes in and grabs Cooley. That is hockey. I love the hit by Cooley yeah. on Bedard. That's a great sequence. And then I love Felino coming in. That is NHL. And that still gives me hope down here that that is men playing a men's game. So that whole sequence, it's a good learning curve for Bedard. Great by Kulikov. Chucky, I love it. Give this kid a bit of a rough ride out totally. there. I mean, Chucky got He's it. Got like, nine goals. Yeah, Chucky got it given to him when he was yeah, 19. I know. You know, so did Felino. So did all, love all of us did. But all of us got, you know, when your first couple of years in the league, you step up and, you know, you score some goals and you think you're, you know, you're the next best yeah. thing, which he is. Well, he is. But you're going to, someone needs to step up and bring you back down to earth. Yeah. How about, the, how about the short side spink dink you had in the Panthers? Stripped the guy in the corner and then just and ripped, then it. ripped it. I know. I know. It's, listen, his stick is the size of, you know, it's long, it's a pull. It's like one of those it's b- batons it's a, it's that, you, that you high jump over the. He's long stick, and uh, which is nice to have. And uh, it's quite impressive how which he is nice how have. he uses that long stick. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> so good, good on that. With I, that. I love crafty it. with that long stick. Yeah, you do. Do you think he stays healthy for all eighty two? Uh, I've been watching him train and watching those videos of him. Like he seems, he's not lacking. You know. Uh, he's not lacking strength. He's not lacking mobility. Um, you know, if anything, and, and this is why I think he might, Obi, is because he doesn't play reckless. Like, I'll say well, Connor. He's not going to hit anyone. You don't have to no, worry about that. No, but I mean, look at how fast Connor McDavid would skate down the ice, beating a D1. Oh, okay. I see where we're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Connor Bedard's not really like, yeah, he's not going to challenge a guy going 95 miles an hour skating wide where the guy can hit a skate and he falls into the boards like Jack Hughes. Yeah. And like, Kale McCarr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys, you skate so fast. One little trip into the boards that don't move. Totally. So, Connor, that I would say if, if I could give you any advice is, you know, if you have a 50-50 chance sometimes and a D's going to just, li- just turn to, up. Bud. Fight to live another day. Turn hey, up. Fight to live another turn day. Turn up. Find the high guy, which should be Obi coming down, slapping his stick. <laughs> yeah, I Feed him for you. backhand sauce and right. celebrate in the corner. Well, you're right. Uh, same thing happened that Lekin in the other night. He's going so fast. It runs into Orleski, who's 6'7", and almost breaks his neck. I, that was so bad. Like, it's so, so scary. Bad. Let me ask you this. Uh, uh, do you, do you, I haven't watched Bedard play that much. I watched him play to start the season off. I love watching Corey Perry play. I love watching Nick Felino play. Do you love watching Bedard play? Right, like does does he does he bring you to the edge of your seat? Are you like, yeah, wow, you got your kid. eyes on him the whole time. Oh, this kid's great. Yeah, does he? Yeah, he doesn't imagine do that he played me. with another player. He doesn't do that for me. Like, but like, imagine, imagine it was Mitch Marner and him, or if it was him and you know Matthews, or him and anybody. Like imagine, like, like Matthews when he first came in the league, four goals first game. I was I couldn't like wait to watch him play. With, McDavid, McKinnon. He played with Brandon. I'm just saying Heads Bedard up. to me, and this is just my opinion, fellas. He doesn't put me on the edge of my seat right right now. And maybe I gotta start watching him more because he is starting to heat up. And and maybe it's just because, like you said, he's not a complete speedster. And maybe I'll grow to love his game. I love his release. I mean, the the, the his shot is insane. And he's killing it. But right now he's not I'm not like must see TV. That's just my opinion. No, the Blackhawks are not must see TV. But Corey TV. Perry is. Well, yeah, so then I, maybe you should start watching this. I, I, maybe so I should. You should ask Paris. Let's get Paris on. We're going to get Paris on. We're let's ask Paris about the inside and outs of Connor Bedard. I'll tell you what. If I'm a GM, I'm already calling about Nick Felino and Corey Perry at the deadline. But Nick Felino, you tell me you don't want this guy on your team. Like, this guy can still play. 
made a hell of a pass to, uh, yeah. to Bedard on a two-on-one when Bedard went spink ding. Yeah. Uh, this Nick Foligno, I mean, I love this kid. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, Bedard's proven me wrong, man. Yeah, he is. It's going to cost kid. me all my... all. I got so yeah, many nice rookie bottle of the wine. Dude, I bet you. Yeah, you did. What, what? Yeah, we got rookie of the year for... We have a bet rookie Who's of the year. Okay? I got Bedard. You got the other kids. You got everyone else. Everyone. Yeah, it's not looking good. I think you said actually Carlson and the kid in... Uh, no, I said Lily Cooley and, and Adam Fantilli. Fantilli. So you got those two. I got Bedard. Which, you know, Fantilli, he's having it. Nah, I'm in one right now. Bedard's running away with the call. <laughs> yeah, he's running is. away. I might as well just keep the ball in line right now. But uh, Franchise, what'd you think, buddy? What, what'd you think of the show back there? Are you ready to go tee it up? Or what, what are you doing back there? We're working hard back here on the ones and twos, me and Max. Yeah, we're going to have a good time this afternoon. We've had a great time so far here. I always want to say thank you so much, Rose, for always taking such good, good care of me whenever we come down. Yeah, no, buddy. I love you. How, uh, how's the couch been treating you? You don't mind that couch at the Bay Club, do you? No, nobody can shut her down like you and me, but that's where that's 110. I appreciate you, brother. Up, dog. I love you. Uh, Maxi Hall Pass Media. Thank you, buddy. That was Mr. Curfew. Fellas. What's the difference between me and you? You talk a good one, but you don't do what you're supposed to do. I act on what I feel and never dare with emotions. I'm used to living big dogs down with straight clothes. What's the difference between me and you? You talk a good one, but you don't do what you're supposed to do. I act on what I feel and never dare with emotions. I'm used to living big dogs down with straight clothes. Yo, I stay with it while you try to perpetrate play with it. Never knew about the next level of kill. Up dog, fella. If you're at the bar, club, or better yet on the golf course, and you look over at the fellas to order something, and they all freeze up. Well, I'd tell them, hey, boys, loosen up. But what would you do, fella? Exactly. Have some confidence, fellas. Or as Jagermeister calls it, confidence. If everyone's struggling, here's what you do. Just order for the table. A round of ice-cold Jagermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently... Up dog, we've all been drinking Jagermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jagermeister, they wanted at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Obes, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice cold shot of Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers, with ice-cold shots of Jagermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jagermeister out at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister U.S. White Plains, New York.